Hello disco fans and welcome back to Martin V's Vintage Disco and Dance here on Radio Illumini shining a light on the unknown. I want to shine a light into the world of Euro Disco, a melding of foreign accents, bad diction, bizarre arrangements and lightweight production which nevertheless has made a memorable contribution to disco and dance music. The history of disco and dance that you're likely to read about online or in books is very much that of the English-speaking world, more often than not with a heavy US-centric bias for the simple reason that was the background of most of the people who documented the music. So dance music outside the English-speaking countries developed in a kind of parallel universe, which as far as I know hasn't been much discussed. So perhaps in some small way we can attempt to address the balance in today's show, although in attempting to do so I am conscious we are only scratching the surface. The Europe of Eurodisco is basically all of Europe apart from the UK and Ireland. It's fair to say that the English-speaking world shares something of a common approach to music, and a rather serious approach, I would say, with many shared historical influences, whereas European music came from a different places and developed in a different way with less influence from the Anglosphere. The most prolific purveyors of Euro Disco are probably France, Spain, Italy and Germany, though you do get the occasional contribution from elsewhere. That's not to say other countries didn't do disco, it's just that what they did do was pretty much purely for domestic consumption. Euro Disco was very often not an entirely European affair. By the end of the 70s, a number of artists from the Anglosphere had established careers in Europe, working with European producers and writers. And similarly, some European artists went on to transcend Euro Disco and became established performers in the English-speaking world. Let's not forget, for example, that none other than the Queen of Disco herself, Donna Summer, only started her disco career after moving to Germany and working with German producer Giorgio Moroder, a musical marriage which propelled both of them to international stardom. A notable move in the other direction was French singer Sheila, known outside France as Sheila B. Devotion, who ended up recording with US superstars Chic on her monster 1980 hit Spacer. The use of language in Eurodisco is always interesting. Any tracks recorded in English were clearly aimed at finding a more international market, though the non-English speaking writers and performers tended to play fast and loose with the language, resulting in sometimes hilarious mispronunciations and false rhymes. We're going to start this set with Turn On To Love by Jumbo from 1976. Jumbo was a German disco band and to me this track entirely captures the mood of mid-70s Euro disco, being part porn movie soundtrack and part daytime soap theme. Next we have an Italian language track from Pino D'Angio called Mecale Idea. I'm guessing this didn't make it beyond Italy, but I've included it as it always makes me laugh, even though I don't speak Italian. This is a later track from 1981, but disco didn't really die in Europe the same as it did in the English-speaking world. 
French duo Bimbo Jet are next with perhaps the ultimate holiday hit sound of El Bimbo, confusingly for a French group sung in Spanish. The kind of single you might bring back as a souvenir from your Club 1830 holiday, that's if you were old enough to go on a Club 1830 holiday way back in 1974. Track number four is Passengers and I'll Be Standing Beside You, another Italian production here, though this one clearly intended for the international market. Passengers lineup consisted of one Italian, two Americans and one Canadian, so a very international affair, and they released a fair amount of dance music in the early 80s, this track being from 1980. Voyage are next with their first big disco hit called From East to West and released in 1977. Voyage were a French disco band whose music exuded a kind of breezy international glamour. We end the set with Step by Step by Peter Griffin, who was a German singer, actor and apparently restaurant owner. Step by Step was a very popular track around the time of its release in 1980 with its simple lyrics and melody and it managed to also tap into the emerging high energy scene so turn the music up enjoy i'll be back with you shortly
I need your girl. I need your girl. Che idea? Quale idea? Vedi 
Next, we're going to take a look at British disco. And I've called this section the British Invasion. And as we're based in the UK, seems only right we should take a look at the good old British disco. But also, when it's your own country, it can actually be harder to get a good perspective on it. My general feeling about British disco and dance is that it was often a little bit workmanlike in its approach, i.e. it got the job done without a lot of fuss and messing around, did what it said on the tin you might say, but as such it could sometimes be a little bit uninspiring. So with that in mind I've tried to choose some slightly more offbeat tracks in this selection, starting with Saint or Sinner by The Real Thing from 1980. The Real Thing had been in the music business for a long time before they started to achieve success in the mid-1970s, and one of those bands it's hard to dislike. The guys always seemed really affable, and nearly always put out a really good quality product. I feel this track would be perfect for an early evening warm-up set. This leads into an all-time favourite of mine, which is Turn the Music Up by the Players Association from 1979. Players Association were actually a US-based group, but one of those groups that had a lot more success in the UK, which is why I've included them in the British section. And they fell into the category of jazz disco with this track, which seemed to be quite a British-dominated genre. And I, I reckon they didn't really put a foot wrong with Turn the Music Up. It was a massively popular track in its day, but sadly one you don't seem to hear too much anymore. Next we have Strange Changes by Lindsay DePaul from 1981. I thought this was an interesting track, uh, being recorded somewhat after the singer's career peak in the 1970s, and to be fair, more of an AOR piece than disco, but it seemed like a nice change of direction for Lindsay, a little bit reminiscent of the kind of thing you might have heard from Stevie Nicks, I thought, and again, I could imagine this being included in an early evening set. Parisian Girl by Incognito is next, um, that's an early track from a band that went on to have a long and successful career. A nice up-tempo jazzy sound here with a laid-back late-night vibe. And our last track is Hey You Should Be Dancing by Gene Farrow, perhaps the most typically British disco track in the set. It kind of gets straight down to business and is probably a guaranteed floor filler. It also happens to be the oldest track in this set, dating from 1977. So, as always, turn the music up and enjoy the British Invasion. Cause you'll always be 
That was Gene Farrow and Hey You Should Be Dancing, ending our British Invasion mix. And before that, of course, you heard the sounds of Euro Disco. And I think we can see the contrast between the British style and what was going on in the Euro Disco countries. I'll definitely be returning to these various genres of disco and dance, as we're only scratching the surface of the huge amount of music which was produced, so there'll be plenty more where this came from. Just a reminder, you're listening to Martin V here on Radio Illumini, and this is my vintage disco and dance show, shining a light on the lesser-known music of the disco and early dance era. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email me at any time on martinv.radio.illumini at gmail.com. That's Mike, Alpha, Romeo, Tango, India, November, Echo, Echo, dot radio, dot India, Lima, Lima, United, Mike, India, November, India, at gmail.com. Now, I had been hoping to have a more detailed chat today about some of the music we've looked at over recent shows with friend of the show and popular media commentator Jack Slaymaker. But alas, something else came up for Jack at the last minute and he wasn't able to join us. However, we will hopefully be speaking with him again very soon. So that's it from me. Have a great day and week, whatever you're doing, and I'll be back with you again very soon to shine a light on more of the hidden byways of disco and dance. We're just going to finish off with uh, a snippet from the music I was playing in the background today, which is Alto Glide from Brian Bennett. Bye for now. Bye for now.